Karen and I, uh, as you know, we're the love couple, and uh, that's why we were chosen uh, for this particular time. But I wanted to go over a few things uh, initially, and then Karen will read a particular scripture, and then uh, we'll go over that again, and Karen will f- uh, finalize with a, a scripture. We'll then uh, light the the the. Uh, almost final candle, saving the Christ can, uh, candle for tomorrow, or for, yes, tomorrow, right? Yeah, okay. Um, one of the things that, uh, about this, about the agape, about that kind of love, is um, is that the kind of love that that God has for us expressed in Christ is that uh, it's different than the kind of love that we usually practice, that we understand, that we just normally uh, uh, flows out from us. Because I'm thinking about the kind of love that that I have for the kind of love that we have for our kids, for Kirk and for Beth. Da- uh, Beth is our daughter, um, and uh, hi Beth. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Kirk, Kirk, I, I, I think he was under the weather yesterday, and so I think he's still. Uh, not feeling so great, but the kind of love that we have for them, I I think about the things that I, I remember Beth when she was just you know when, well when she was being born and all the way up through now and all the things that that I just cherish uh, about her uh, I don't remember any of the bad things for for and I'm not sure there really were any bad things to remember in the first place. Uh, yeah, that's I. Um, I I remember Beth's first smile when she smiled. I remember Kirk's first smile, as a matter of fact, too. Um, I remember what a good friend both Beth and Kirk were to their friends when they were little kids and they're growing up. And I, I remember thinking, especially about Kirk, is that you know what? Even when I was, um, you know, I'm I'm in my thirties, you know, watching uh, watching him with, you know, he's still pretty young, and and I was thinking, boy, you know, that's the kind of friend who I would really like. I remember Beth when uh, how she would come into the room and just uh, Kirk was very even keeled yeah, as a little kid he was, and even as a big kid very even keeled very um, very uh, level emotionally and all that and Beth she'd come into a room and would light up the whole room really even as a little kid she would light up the whole room and I think about those things and um, I remember uh, Uncle Dana remember he would say that you've never been hugged until you've been hugged by Beth and I and I think that um, and that's when Beth was really little, and I just remember those things. And and uh, and I, you know, it's, I, I really love her, and I really love uh, Kirk. I think about Karen, how I really love her. Uh, we've been married th- uh, 34 years this year, I think, and uh, and love her more now than ever did right at the very beginning because we've been through so much, and I've seen her in action. I've seen her in really tough things. I, uh, that she and the kids were evacuated from our base in Turkey when I was in Desert Storm. They were evacuated because we were, you know, under threat of missile attack, et cetera. And uh, she handled it. You know, I, I don't know that you can handle any other kind of, there probably are things that are more difficult than that, but she did it. And uh, really no help from me. I mean, she had to put that all together and make that happen. Um, I think about other things that, that, that we have had to handle as a couple, uh, aside from just liking each other and, and enjoying each other's company, I just lo- there's so much that I love about Karen. And there's so much I love about Beth. So much that I love about Kirk. Um, but Karen's my wife. You know, I'm I'm kind of in a way I'm obligated, right? And especially here in church, you better <laughs> better love your wife. You know, you better love your kids. Beth's my daughter. Kirk's my son. Of course, we love them. Um, so that's 
while that's part of it, that's not really shows you exactly the kind of love that God has for us and expressed for to us, uh, for us through Christ. Could you read that the first sure. scripture? This is from uh, Romans 5, 6 through 8, and I'm reading from the message. John likes the message. So. Christ arrives right on time to make this happen. He didn't and doesn't wait for us to get ready. He presented himself for this sacrificial death when we were far too weak and rebellious to do anything to get ourselves ready. And even if we hadn't been so weak, we wouldn't have known what to do anyway. We can understand someone dying for a person worth dying for, and we can understand how someone good and noble could inspire us to selfless sacrifice. But God put his love on the line for us by offering his son in sacrificial death while we were of no use whatever to him. That's the Christ, that's the Christ love. That's the love that God has expressed through Christ for us. Is that while we were still enemies, while we were of no utility whatsoever to him. And I, I don't mean just neutral, but I mean actively working against him. And that's in, in our rebellion and in our refusal to acknowledge the, as the creatures to acknowledge the creator. Um, what I think is closer to that kind of a love that I have seen in, in my life, what we have seen in our lives, um, I, I think about a, a colleague I saw at work who was, uh, who was uh, sued by a, um, by a, a, I can't think of any better way to say it, by a crazy coworker uh, under equal opportunity kind of things there. And uh, the investigation never revealed anything. It never, um, nothing was substantiated, but, but this one, um, the person who actually sued my friend, they, um, uh, it, it was, it was, it was completely spurious. But they stayed. My, my friend stayed professional. Did not respond in kind, um, uh, and was a Christian. And I, I think that that's something that I see. That that's you know actively responding to an enemy. Now I, I don't know that um, there you know didn't give this person a plate of cookies and a pat on the back and say hey keep up the good work and all that but didn't respond in kind there was no revenge there was no um, you know uh, uh, harsh words uh, running down that kind of a thing uh, that's one thing I've seen uh, another thing I've saw. Uh, my dad walked out on my mom at the, their 40th year um, of marriage. He walked out and he's, he's living with a girlfriend, you know, and still is. Um, my mom has never, has never run him down, has never, you know, as a matter of fact, is, is constantly um, making sure that we are acknowledging him. Um, you know, calling him on his birthday, making sure that, um, you know, how, did you hear about your dad? He's, uh, how his health is or, or things like that. And is constantly always trying to help him. I, I see that, um, someone who betrayed her, um, and who, and she doesn't, she, that, that's, that's a, that's a lot closer to the kind of love that God expresses through Christ to us. Um, I think of those those kind of things. I think about one thing too is that I remember I was I was working downtown, uh, one job that I had uh, working for GSA, and I had to walk um, from uh, I think Farragut West, the the metro station, uh, down down I can't remember what I think 18th Street uh, to our 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 headquarters and. It, probably about four blocks, maybe five blocks, and for some reason there was just a real concentration of homeless guys. And I, I'd, I'd say they're more bums than um, 
because there's a lot of drunkenness, drugs, um, uh, harassment of the people. And if you had a really nice, I remember the first couple nice days in spring or a couple nice fall days is that um, you, you would just regret having to walk from the headquarters back up to the metro because by that time the day had warmed up. Um, uh, these guys were harassing us the whole way. And I thought about that and I prayed about it. And really what I felt uh, led to do, what Karen and I felt led to do, is to start contributing to Central Union Mission. That was a, a, years ago. Um, because what they were saying, you want to help people, that's how you help them. You, 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 know, you help the, the social service outreach and all that. You don't give them money. You don't. Um, another thing that you may want to do is this is something that, that's kind of neat that um, you can do. Uh, I put Central Union uh, Mission there. Uh, they call it a compassion card. And uh, you, I just taped it with some, like, packing tape to a cliff bar. You know, because it breaks Karen's heart whenever we, we, we go by one of these, these people. And, they're, and this, they're, you know, they got various scams going on. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm more jaded or, or, or whatever. But Karen, it breaks her heart to do that. And the, one of the things, we'd like to leave them with something. And this is one thing that Karen says, you know, actually, this is a pretty good idea. Because the compassion card, how to get to Central Union Mission to get the kind of help that you need. Um, and something you know, to give you something on the way there. And I don't know that anybody can sell this or turn this into cash or whatever. They might just tuck it in their pocket, but this is, it's, it works, you know, it works. But that was something, I think that's more along the lines of the kind of love that God has expressed in Christ for us. So could you, re and then one of the things too, is that it's not enough just to know what that kind of love is. How do we express that? And okay, this is uh, 1 John 4, 7 through 10 from the message. My beloved friends, let us continue to love each other since love comes from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and experiences a relationship with God. The person who refuses to love doesn't know the first thing about God because God is love. So you can't know him if you don't love. This is how God showed his love for us. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. This is the kind of love we're talking about. Not that we once upon a time loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to clear away our sins and the damage they've done to our relationship with God. And that, it should always have an, an outgrowth that that love that we understand that we've experienced while we were still enemies and of no use whatsoever to God as we were actively working against him, that he expressed that love for us, uh, that we realize that we're changed by that. And there is a result of that. And that's what we're that's what we're called to do. That's what I hope that you're doing, too, especially not only in Christmas, but the rest of the year. And so what we'll do now is we'll uh, light the Advent candle.